0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Hobie Nation. Welcome to Hobie Podcast. What is Hobie Podcast? Hobie Podcast will keep you updated on news and events in the cryptocurrency industry. We'll also invite key influencers to provide their take on the industry, share their insights, and their story on how they became a success, changing the world through blockchain technology. Today's guest is Crypto Burp. He's a certified technical analyst chemical engineer, and CEO of The BirdNest, educational platform. Stay tuned to hear his story and his prediction on the upcoming Bitcoin happening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special honored guest for today. We have the founder and CEO of The BirdNest. His name is Adrian. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Nice to have you online.
1: Hi, great great to hear from you and thanks for for having me, yeah.
0: Yeah, no problem. I don't know a lot about you. So I think it'd be great to like have like a little introduction about yourself. Can you tell me like where in the world are you right now?
1: Sure, Uh, you know, I'm located in Poland. That's my native country. Uh, it's in the middle Europe. Um, well, you know, with regard to, uh, to the local placement, it's it's more located near the capital of Poland, which is Warsaw, Warszawa, as we would say in Polish.
0: You know, one thing that really amazed me uh, is like a lot of people uh, in the community, they're like hiding hiding behind like their identity, right? Like they always have like a icon, like uh, yours is like the bird or it was the bird. And uh, when you first came forward with that, that had to be a big, uh, you know, a big thing on your mind. You're kind of weighing if you should go forward with your identity or not. Can you, like, can you kind of share, like, why did you do it? I like, think,
1: uh, well, first of all, I definitely would have not done it any other way if I had choice. I think, uh, you know, just simply like doxing, going, going full, uh, let's say transparent uh, on, you know, with regard to your businesses that you run, as for me, you know, being the founder and then actually managing as a CEO, the bird nest, educational platform for traders uh i think sooner or later any serious well, businessman any serious let's say uh venture but part- participant would like to well go you know with their real face uh and then actually well that definitely unlocks many doors in future especially for uh for, for the nest in such that's a situation because all entire 2020 well again if it if it wasn't for <laughs> if it wasn't for the coronavirus that would be going on right now uh, I would, I think, I would be attending many conferences, many live events, many keynotes. Uh, well, just the way I did, for example, in Vegas, in Las Vegas, at the World Crypto Conference in 2019, October. Uh, well, entire 2020 was was to be about B two B partnerships, right? And actually, unlocking doors to unlocking the door to to the entire worldwide business, uh, business, let's say, market, right? And well. Despite all the coronavirus, I think pandemic right now, uh, and f- for the fact that we are an online uh, online platform, well, I think that's definitely well, a couple of good features that people can use, uh, despite kind of like you know being surrounded with with this coronavirus madness. So we definitely can add you know add up some some value, set up some features for those who want to learn because such pandemic, such recession, economic recession. Well, it's always kind of like a, like an opportunity. Apart from the fact that this is now that this is a threat to many people for you know losing their entire careers or or simply business failing, uh, especially those those businesses these businesses that cannot really adapt to situation. So uh, such recession, such time, such swing time, let's say, uh, pivotal time in the markets is always about well maximum risk and maximum board opportunity and uh well a, a, at least short and wise but uh yeah definitely I'm, I'm very i'm very back up you know for for the next months we don't we don't stop working uh the entire platform is going you know 24 uh, 7 with 14 people in the team uh, so it's quite quite international right now we are reaching out to every you know every distant uh corner of the world i think and uh yeah it's definitely good room to to expand especially with uh well with with this recession that i consider personally to be an opportunity
0: so like basically you were focused on 2020 was like building the community and building relationships but with the virus coming around it kind of changed everything right
1: well yes and no because 2020 as i said was well uh, more about build building not 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 the community itself, but uh more of business relationships between between different uh well between the Nest and then many other you know serious companies. Uh I think I'm very lucky a person to actually have very good contacts with uh world class businessmen. Uh for example, there's like a great uh marketing platform, uh marketing monitoring, you know, just business. It's called Brent 24. It's a Polish, Polish business, but actually uh their CEO is uh, Michal Sadowski, Sadek, right? Michal Sadowski. And, uh, well, you know, I got to, I kind of like got to know him the other day. Uh, we, you know, we, we talked a couple of times and uh, he's now, right? His startup they actually started, you know, in 2010. Uh, he's one of the best quality providers, I think, across the globe with such, uh, such business. Territory, so you know such contacts, such people you get to know all of the you know across different events that you attend, or or just simply that your business generate generates such opportunities to meet such people. Uh, I think this is a well, well, like a real, real opportunity for you to go global. And then get very good networking. And that's, that's what I've been also focusing on, uh, last couple of months, mainly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a great year, even though with the virus, you can do what you have to do over the internet. So everyone's doing it over zoom or interviews or conferences over the internet. So I think it's just a different segue and different communication method. Right. To get different things done with the virus. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. I agree.
0: Whenever someone releases their identity, and I think this is kind of funny, is that you you have a lot of people who troll you. One of the things I always wondered with someone who's running a a business like yourself is, how do you handle trolls?
1: Uh, Well, that is a good question. Oh, but personally, in my very case, I think the number of such, you know, trolls, the amount of such trolling and hating, uh, kind of like decreased over the, over the time that I kind of like undogged myself or simply goat. you know, my personality, personality, uh, well, personally revealed to the public. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like surprised personally, perhaps with how indifferent maybe people were. I think my, my community like for now it's like seventy-six thousand, you know followers that i managed to to build like within three years so um i think for the vast majority at least guarding you know on, on engagement and going going by um by the reactions so far I think most of them kind of like I think this was like expected move from me right they they considered that uh based on my research they considered that kind of like a continuity form not like a continuity well milestone right that was something natural now that was well that was to happen anyway and it happened so uh, in general, I think the, the overall response and the overall reaction is positive to that. I definitely cannot tell that, you know, I've seen some increased uh, trolling all over my profile. Nothing that was really extra, like extravagant or extraordinary in such, in such way. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely, there's not a single doubt or, or, you know, that I did something wrong about revealing my identity. I think that was natural, I think that was needed. And uh, and yeah, just, you know, the reaction, the response so far confirms that uh, that is a form of continuity of my, my kind of like a brand person.
0: As far as Bitcoin, what do you think the price will be by the end of the year?
1: Now, with regard to, to Bitcoin price, you know, by the end of a year, well, <sighs> that's a very good question. I mean, I'm not a fortune teller, right? I'm a technical analyst, and a technical analyst would always uh kind of like try to come up with most uh certain or most likely scenarios to cap to happen and basically and it would be based on the past right because technical analysis well it bases uh it, it's based one mainly on one of the main principles that states that history repeats itself right that people never learn um the market is kind of like ineffective in such way uh, that we are not you know just rational. Right that we tend to rely on our emotions and uh so in such context uh you know i I think like throwing throwing any any random numbers and figures uh like you know just on top of on top of your head is is always more of a you know fun speculation than what you truly believe, because all I know for certain maybe not for certain but as as much as technical analysis would say, you know uh. Everything moves in cycles, right? Uh, for now, we are experiencing somewhat of a fourth cycle, fourth bull market in Bitcoin's history since its conception in 2008. In 2009, when it kind of like launched and kicked off uh, on exchanges. And uh, the truth is, we've seen uh, four market bottoms, four market troughs, uh, four market lows, uh, and only three peaks. Right, uh, and every peak me- needs to meet its own bottom, and every bottom needs to meet its own peak. And every peak so far of such, you know, uh, long-term primary trends was about all-time highs. So technical analysis would say that there is no, dif- there is no, well, uh, exception. There is no, like, a uh, I would say symptom that we could not expect all-time highs this time. On top of that, all-time all-time highs, well it's always come so far now after the halvings right it's the third halving that would be just going on uh with 29 more to come after this one until you know until we reach the the limit of, of the supply given um and in general i think uh it well it will accelerate accelerates you know the price the price action to the upside it builds the upside potential for bitcoin so i do expect uh autumn high to come as an imminent you know just time and uh well when we take into account the seasonality effect of bitcoin it tends to go extremes instead tends to go into extremes uh you know in quarter four november december so what i if i was you know to gauge on highest you know market well notes or quotes uh this year right i would i would definitely vote for for November December period um, and technically okay technically although I, I don't think it's you know it's about technical analysis anymore when we go into price discovery uh, but actual emotions and what people can afford to pay for Bitcoin right and uh, I think like technically it is possible for Bitcoin to go you know for 40k okay forty thousand but it's only technicals i don't think it would be like as well you know as easy to go like that based on the fundamental analysis because well as i said it's it's mainly about uh, well how much people are, are able to uh, to pay for, for 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 the bitcoin right or for the bitcoin fraction and uh, 40k well as much as this is technically on table i, I really have you know uh, i would not really bet over that that uh you know this is imminent to come at 40k at 50k something like that
0: yeah like you're just saying like this is your prediction it doesn't mean it's going to happen immediately it doesn't mean it's going to happen but you think that the bitcoin will eventually go above its all-time high that's basically what you're saying right
1: yeah that's that's what that's what technical analysis would say that's the way i would i would read it
0: okay um um, Hobi is having this $100,000 havening campaign and where people go online to uh, Hobie.com and they pick two coins um, that they've kind of bet on for a price rise of the day and the week and the month. Obviously, I know you said BTC was like your number one that you'd recommend, but like what's your second favorite if you had to pick between Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV, Ethereum Classic, Dash, zcash what's your second favorite
1: it's obviously going to be ethereum
0: okay so ethereum classic
1: Uh, well i would say ethereum not really ethereum classic right as long as i understood that well uh yeah ethereum ethereum well alone would be best (laughs) i'm not big fan of ethereum classic to be honest
0: okay sure um and then like as far as, like, um, anything else you see in cryptocurrency right now that really fascinates you?
1: I think, in general, what is fascinating is to observe on a daily basis and actually on the long-term run as well, how the businesses shape, uh, you know, across the time, across all the different, you know, pl- platforms all over the world. Because any, you know, there are countries that truly support digital economies and, uh, well, and the blockchain concepts themselves. Now, that are kind of, like, open to, uh, you know, to di- digital solutions and 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 also, uh, well, I know, for example, that some banks do use, uh, you know, blockchain as the as their own kind of like uh, matrix platform to to do the transactions, to do the verify transactions, perform them. Uh, so definitely, you know, the overall adoption, uh, the overall adoption, I think, as, of a blockchain is, as a technology and and uh, and well what's what's following what's following up you know behind, right behind uh is uh, is what it how it drives you know the price of bitcoin and, uh, and other altcoins but it's mainly all, I would say always about the bitcoin so there's definitely this connection this connection between how we you know how we perform uh, our overall economies perform in you know, s&p 500 for example right uh like how it performs uh in general in such times uh, in such pandemic times special times pivot market times uh, and how bitcoin kind of like correlates to that
0: sure makes sense um if you could only pick between bitcoin and ethereum which one do you pick
1: oh it's going to be bitcoin but again it depends on uh well, well what what is the driver what is the main objective and for me as i am an investor as i'm a trader it would always be money was so the question is uh, what i am feeling better with uh to hold money simply as a position right yep. and uh well as much as as much as uh you know ethereum is definitely a long-term you now i think runner uh that is still you know somewhere in the bottom out uh periods bottom out like a you know consolidation range of of, of high time frame uh I would still go well I, I would either pick both if i if i had chance right uh i don't know the structure of the question in, in, in such context but if i were to if i were allowed to pick both i would pick both uh like in 60 40 split uh for for, for bitcoin okay but sure. if i was to pick one it would be bitcoin itself
0: cool yeah that makes sense like you want to divide your the top two so 60 40 i, I makes sense um okay. What other altcoins are you looking at? Like, if you got to say, two, just two off the top of your head that you've been looking at, that people should really take a look at a second glance. What do you pick?
1: Uh, you know, it's always, it's always the question about, you know, the risk aversion profile that some traders would have. So to, to what extent, you know, they can toler, tolerate risk and to what level they can tolerate risk. But, um, but in general, I think, like, apart from Bitcoin and Ethereum, apart from Bitcoin and Ethereum, I would go classical on, on Litecoin. Uh, I definitely, you know, I'm in, in a big favor for, uh, for thesis But, uh, well, it's, it's kind of like, I think, overvalued short-term wise. You know, but for crypto right now, with regard to, you know, I would say long-term investments, uh, I would definitely try to limit the risk taken uh, per position. Um, and this would be allowed only by, you know, touching upon the uh, the top market cap uh, listings, right? So, uh, I'm not a big fan of Ripple, right? I'm not a big fan of Ripple, although uh, it's, it's it's heavily, I think, on the value in you know, a long term ways as well. Uh, but yeah, apart from the project itself, there's always like the people who support it. Now, uh, and as much as I, uh, as much as I respect, you know, both segments, the the project and then the people who 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 follow, you know, Ripple and all that. I would still go for, I believe, Litecoin and Teases if I was if I was to to choose
0: these. Yeah, that's a great answers. Like, Litecoin's been been forever. It's actually like you know, Bitcoin silver, right? So kind of it. <laughs> um, so getting to know you a little bit more, just some simple. Do you have any special like human tricks or something that you want people to know about you that's fun or exciting that maybe they don't know?
1: I can jangle. I think with with three balls, okay. but I, I don't know if this is you know just well, I just no. considered of any of any human trick. Okay. Uh, I can sing, so this may be considered a human trick at times. Uh, what else? I do box, so uh, you know I, I do box. I I used to do MMA as well. So uh, in general, I think like coordination is uh, well. They, they derived derive derive from from such more martial arts would always get you some, uh, some some tricks that you can do, uh, well when having fun with your friends, or having a bo too. So, but I cannot really remember that.
0: Sure. No, I mean, I think martial arts is a great talent. You can always defend yourself, right? So it's a really something that everyone should learn how to defend themselves. Um. Yeah. Great words. Yeah, you never know when you're gonna need that. <laughs> The last thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, being a content creator and a, the founder and CEO, like, but um, I want to know what you would say to the audience or like someone who maybe that doesn't know you or maybe just knows a little bit about you. What, what do you want to be remembered for?
1: And the way I want to be definitely remembered is, uh, is being an authority that is coached by, by actions and uh, well, rather than by words. It's, there's nothing about the credibility then because the, the words, well, they are not always reliable, right? You can say something, but to do something based on these words is another story. So I always prefer doing it rather than, uh, than, than speaking in such very uh, context. And I, that's, that's what I think is, is the best I can share right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Like actions, people can say anything they want, right? Like I could say anything to anyone. But if I act a certain way, that has more ambiance of who I am versus what I say. So, like, actions speak louder than words is what you're trying to
1: say, right? 100% right.
0: <clears throat> Other than Satoshi Nakamoto, um, who in cryptocurrency, the industry, who would you like to meet that you haven't and that you want to meet in the future?
1: <laughs> That's another a great question. Uh, maybe not directly uh, connected with, with crypto Twitter, but Elon Musk has always been there. Right, so Elon Musk would be such a great person to, well, to to to, to shake a hand. And i I think I'm I'm going to make my way in a couple of years to do this, so people can watch can watch me do that.
0: You know, he's the uh, founder and CEO of a uh, do- Dogecoin.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and I and actually go, you know, we got this single, we got this uh, this common point because I, uh, like I believe it was a year ago that I raised an alarm over the crypto Twitter.
0: Why would you want to meet Elon Musk? Any particular reason? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he's, um, you know, he's a successful entrepreneur. And I think there are a couple of such, uh, let's call it game-changing people, right? That the generations would, uh, would remember mainly like, you know, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or even, you know, to some extent, John McAfee, which uh, to whom I, I really, you know, I would do, Big, big dose of respect for for you know all, all they do, right? It's again all, all they leave or when when they you know pass, uh, you know from from this planet from this from this reality. Uh, it's up. It's truly for what you leave behind you, and uh, well, I'm for, for for the nest itself for the bird nest. Now, well, that's that's mainly what I what I'm trying to achieve in the next couple of years. I'm trying to really make, I'm trying, I'm I'm actually going to do, and I'm actually building that right now. Uh, is to to create such worldwide blockchain and investment consulting company that would be a concert platform uh, for uh, for for traders and for uh, and for you know crypto businesses for the blockchain businesses. Now uh, to perform audits, to perform to kind of like connect. Uh, to connect you know the the businesses uh, with uh with their potential users uh, so such a concierge platform that would do everything for you so like a blockchain audits like a software house that would implement the tokenization and the blockchain you know just technology itself into the company uh, as well as you know chain the chain of uh cafes restaurants right not to mention the in like in educational platform for for the investors that we've been building so far uh you know for the third year so uh that's what i'm trying to be remembered with and by Uh, and i'm actually building like a worldwide big company and uh that's what i hope to well to leave behind me when i when i pass one day
0: it's something really amazing like not a lot of people can say that they built something from scratch and it's really rewarding to actually have that and working for yourself right it's probably the most rewarding thing in the world to do
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. And I think, like, one of the, well, I think, most important, most importantly that I uh, haven't mentioned yet, I really want to spread the goodness, you know? I really want to improve people's lives. I really want to leave the good around me. Not really, like, distract, but go and construct, go and create, uh, go and, you know, just help the people, right? Now, we are definitely going to engage in in some charities in the near future, as well so uh well just for the just for the sake of for example my my nine-year-old cousin that died a couple of days ago uh that you know suffered from tetraploidia which is genetically like a disease a lethal disease and he was the only person like in the world to live with this with the disease for nine years in history there's no like another uh there's no other person to do that so i would definitely like to uh spread as much positivity and goodness and help as I can with what I do. And that's, that's what I'm planning. That's what
0: I'm doing. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks again to our special guest, Crypto Burp, for taking time out of his day to share his story and his prediction on the upcoming Hobie Havening Countdown, where you can share $160,000. More information is on Hobie.com. Also, thanks to our sponsors. CoinMarketCal. They cover all events to help traders make better decisions. And a special shout out to David Gausching for helping spread blockchain education to the community. Thanks again, Hopi Nation, for staying tuned, and we'll see you again next time.